Welcome to the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. This is the place where you'll learn cutting-edge personal brand strategies from today's most recognizable influencers. We're going to teach you how to build a rock-solid reputation and then how to turn that reputation into revenue. I'm your lead host, Rory Vaden, co-founder of Brand Builders Group, Hall of Fame speaker, and New York Times bestselling author of Take the Stairs. Welcome to this special recap edition of the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. In just a minute, you're going to hear myself and my wife and business partner, AJ, do a debrief recap and summary of our most recent interview with our big takeaways. But before we dive into that, I just wanted to let you know that people often ask us, What is the first step to building a personal brand? And if that is you or someone you know, then you have come to the right place because we have put together for you a free video short course to help you get started. Just visit firststep.brandbuildersgroup.com to get access. In it, we're going to walk you through what exactly is the genesis of a personal brand and the six key questions that every personal brand must be able to answer, but that almost none ever do. So go ahead and visit again, firststep.brandbuildersgroup.com to get started, and we'll see you there. Now on with the recap. Welcome to a special edition of the Influential Personal Brand <laughs> Podcast Recap, a last minute edition, AJ's suggestion, which was fantastic to reach out to one of our friends and our clients, Anton Gunn. One of my favorite interviews ever. Ever. I've done hundreds, maybe close to a thousand podcast interviews. One of my favorite ever because of clearly just the time that we are in, which is just a tough time going on in the world right now. And I thought Anton had really just useful and profound ideas to share, at least to help me personally process some of the things that are going on, you know, through the lens of a leader, through the lens of a black man. But also through the lens of a personal brand. And specifically through the lens of a personal brand, which is what I think we want to make this debrief about, given that's the context of what the show is about and the context of what our brand is Mm -hmm. about. And for me, the first big takeaway which was just sort of ironic was where he talked about, you have to be clear on the problem and clear on the solution. Mm. And I was like, gosh, that's so crazy. You know, we talk about that as an exercise to take personal brands through, but he was saying, look, as a leader in civil rights and changing the world. And I loved what he shared about the Albert Einstein quote about how most, yeah, most people spend 95% of their time just, trying to randomly solve the problem without first understanding the problem. And if you understand the problem first, then you can go to where the problem is and don't go to where the problem isn't. And of course, you know, the context of the conversation with civil rights, but that is so powerful for leadership in general and certainly relevant to, you know, what is a personal brand all about? It's helping people get clear on what the real problem is taking them to the source of the problem and actually helping them see that the solution to most problems are very simple. You know, and when he was talking about every city has a police chief, 
every police chief answers to a mayor and every mayor answers to voters and just, you know, that kind of a clarity. And so I just, I thought that was powerful for, you know, not only a great brand, but like, this is what we have to do is get clear on the problem and the solution. Yeah. And I love it just because, you know, with the Albert Einstein example of 95% on the problem, we see the exact same thing happen in personal brands all the time. They spend 95% on social media and building their website and building out their visual identity and mm. 5% on the strategy. And we're the opposite. We believe 95% needs to happen as the foundation and the remainder is making it look good because if you have an incredible solid foundation, you can build upon it. Um, If you don't, you're like, well, this doesn't work. Paid ads don't work. My funnels don't work. And it's like, well, it's not just one thing. It goes all the way back to the beginning. And I just thought it was a really good parallel to our conversation with Anton. Um, the other thing that he talked a lot about in the beginning that I thought was really important, what's going on right now with the riots and the just the Civil controversy. Unrest, yeah, the uh, controversy yeah. In, in general, the protests and everything, is that no one has a unified message. They don't know what they want. And it's not a clearly distinguished, this is what we want. And every city is probably a little bit different. And every, you know, district is different and every group is different. And, and he's a, you know, just like with a personal brand, you've got to be really clear. And there's so much of what we do at Brand Builders Group is about helping you just gain clarity and get clear on what is your problem? What is your message? What is your uniqueness? And it was just a really interesting parallel that he connected to what's happening now. He said, and a lot of times when there's unrest, um, there's really a lack of a unified, this is the problem and this is what we need. And I just thought it was a really great parallel. So my second thing, and then I'll throw it back to you. And one of the things I really loved that Anton shared was about at the restaurant, mm-hmm. the analogy about being at the restaurant. And if you've been waiting for 90 minutes and a couple comes in and they take your seat and there's some injustice there, you're like, I've been waiting 90 minutes. There's mutual responsibility. And on the one hand, it's the maitre d's responsibility to be like, no, They've been waiting. They had a reservation. Let me make sure that you're taken care of and you get the very next seat. But there's also a responsibility on the individual. And this was what was really important to me is to acknowledge the injustice in the moment. Hmm. That sure, it's the restaurant owners, it's the hostess, it's the, you know, maitre d', it's the server. But it's also the couple who sat down at the table of going, wait, were we catered to? Were we rushed in? Did we get ahead of somebody? And it's that self-responsibility of taking a look around you to open your eyes and see what's happening and saying, you know what? That's not right. You can have my table. You've been waiting. And that was, I thought, just a really simple everyday example that on a very large magnification and a very large scale, it's like, that's it's so much of what's happening right now. And, and just too, it's in the world of gaining influence and building a personal brand has a lot to do with how are you serving the people around you? And are you just like, what's in it for me? What's it going to do for me? How am I going to get ahead? How does this help me? Or are you really focused on your audience, your target market? Is it all about you or is it all about them? Hmm. And that's the parallel that I really gained from this. Like the self-awareness. It's that self-awareness of, am I on social media for my own pride and ego? Or am I really on there to deliver value and content for my audience? Am I doing this just because it makes me feel good? Or am I doing it because I really care about the people around me? 
And that was just like a really interesting component of we all have a mutual responsibility. And it's so much of it is self-awareness. Yeah. I mean, I think that's interesting is to go, you know, am I the one wanting to be served? Am I the one Mm -hmm. wanting to be at the table or am I the one just doing the right thing kind of for the world around me? And I think sort of connected to that, my second big takeaway is somewhat related to that was just his mindset of taking responsibility, taking control and asserting your place. One of the things that I loved about what he said was he said, I used to be a community organizer. I spent Mm. years holding politicians accountable for not doing the right thing. And then finally I got fed up with it. And I said, how about this? Why don't I just take your place? And that's what he did. And that's how he got into politics and ultimately led him to the White House (laughs) working directly. And this isn't like he knew President Obama, like met him one time. This is like in his office a couple days every week. It's amazing that level of influence Mm -hmm. that came to Anton from stepping up and saying, I'm going to do something about it and I'm going to build influence. I'm going to take charge. I'm not going to say you do something about it. I'm going to do something about it. And I think that is the power. That's a great power of social media today is that, you know, it's not just the media that controls impression anymore. Like we are all our own media channel. And I think that's a really, if there's some positive in this, it's like, at least we're getting to see other sides of it. You know, Damon John posted a thing this morning that I shared, which was a a carousel of all of these positive images and police officers marching with protesters. Just like the Uh, images from Sam on our team. Sam on our team. So to tell them who Sam is, because they probably don't, I mean, most of our clients probably haven't seen Sam. Yeah. So Sam is one of our new certified personal brand strategists. Mm -hmm. He's also a military veteran. He worked in the South Florida Police Department for years. And now he's one of the community liaisons that, you know, they pull in for extra support during times like this. And he was running. He also He's a police officer. He's a police police officer. officer. But he also owns a digital market agency. He does all these amazing things. He's super creative. So he's got amazing skill sets. But he posted these amazing pictures yesterday where, you know, the police department had called him in in South Florida. And I was like, is it crazy? Like, are you sure? And he was like, sending me pictures. He was like, listen, it's like, it's pictures of him hugging. The signs are about justice. He's also, he's black. Just, oh yeah. He's that, a, yeah. Sorry. He's yeah, a black man. That is an irrelevant fact. <laughs> yeah. I guess, but I just, to me, it's the media peddles so much fear and there's plenty to be fearful of generally speaking, without the media, but like to the point of Damon John and what Sam is posting, there's also a lot of good happening There is, and a lot of responsible people who are going, this needs to change and we're taking action and we're taking a stand, not just all the crazies who are lighting stuff on fire, which is of course the only thing the media wants to talk about. Yeah. And so, you know, to that point, that was a worthwhile like rabbit trail because you got to know, I mean, we happen to have a black police officer who is one of our strategists who has been, you know, he's newer, but it's been a couple months now that he's been on the team and he's amazing and we love him. But, you know, this idea of I have a voice, I'm going to do something, I'm going to take charge. And to what you were saying earlier, babe, it's funny because we haven't talked about that, about the clarity of the messaging. And when you were talking, I think that that is a problem. Like, you know, I hate to be like, I'm not trying to, you know, say something negative or critique, but you know, if you say Black Lives Matter, I think a lot of people go, yeah, I agree, but it doesn't tell me what to do, which Mm -hmm. is, you know, in terms of messaging and marketing and effective marketing and influence, 
you know, the reason we say is the message should be an instruction. It mm -hmm. should be a command. It should be an order. And I think a lot of people in general and white people and people of color, uh, brown people, you know, I'm brown, I'm native American, I'm Hispanic ethnicity. That's uh, what our son says. <laughs> uh, yeah. Brown people. But it's like, I want to help. What do I do? It's so helpful and Anton actually posted. He, he, he covers said, this. Well, he covers it in the interview and he yeah. covers it well. He also has some amazing posts on social media. He um, sent me a link of 75 things that people could do. We'll put that amazing. in the, we'll put it in the show notes. I need that. Yeah. And, but anyways, just take control and don't say it's someone else's job to fix it or, you know, not just be at the mercy of. Hopefully somebody else hopefully will do somebody something. else will do something, but to do something yourself. Okay. Well, my last point is kind of short and sweet, but he spent quite a bit of time on this and I love it. And he's just said like the biggest takeaway for me was stay in your lane. Mm. Stay in your lane. Know when it's your role and know when it's not. And I think that's just so important in the context of what's happening in the world of like, what is it that I can do that makes sense for where I am and what I... I'm capable of doing. And I just think as I relate that to a personal brand, it's one of the things that we see our clients struggle with all the time is they want to do all the things. Mm. I need this and I need this and I need this and I need it next week. And it's more about speed than it is about the long game. It's more about, well, I just got to get out there versus, well, this makes or sense. Yeah. And it should be about depth. It's more about depth. And I think that's a big part of why we're so called for mission-driven messengers. And there's nothing wrong with getting it done quickly. We're advocates of that. We do stuff quickly all the time. We usually pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> well, we turned this interview quickly. This was an example yes, was of, a, a, you know, a this departure, was a calling departure from, from, yes. the, from the past. However, I just, there's so much power and just stay in your lane and play to the strengths of where your lane is. Use the strengths of where you are in your lane and put those to use, but stay in your lane. And I just thought that was really powerful. Yeah. yeah relatedly, I mean, one of my favorite lines of Anton's is the truth doesn't hurt, it heals. Mm, love that. And, you know, honestly, this is a hard topic, what you're talking about, which is also part of what my third takeaway and the thing I wanted to share is how much of this should you be talking about on social media and sharing? You know, obviously, it's like you probably have a heart about it in some regard. And it's like, you know, there's been a lot of pressure and I've seen the Desmond Tutu quote. That's like, if you're not voicing your opinion or as part of the problem, if you're part of the silence, then you're part or something about if yeah, you're not sharing your voice, then you're part of the problem. Yeah. It's just like the silence is complicity. Yeah. And to some extent I agree with that, but I would actually counter some of that and say, I don't necessarily think you have to share like, you don't have to share all of your beliefs with the world. Just like the fact that your silence about pornography or child molestation or poverty, or it doesn't mean you're condoning those things. But yeah. I do believe what he said about, number one, you always have an opportunity to share through your lens. That's the power of a personal brand is going, how can you talk about it through your lens? Our lens happens to be personal branding. I have some really deep thoughts and emotions about the whole experience, but it's like, it's clear to talk about it through the lens where a lot of that is like, oh man, you know, I've got all torn in all, you know, all these different directions. And I think that the thing is one, you can talk about it through your lens. And number two, just, you have permission to just be honest. Yeah. And where he was saying like, just be honest. Like if you feel compelled to share, share. Yeah. If you don't feel compared to share, 
I don't think you have to. I think but we, there's other things. There's you can other do. things you can do. Like when you said AJ was like, "Let's get Anton on the show." That was a great like. Yeah, we can do that. That was a truly a divine calling that I was like, must do it. This is what I feel we are called to do in this. This is how we're a part of sharing the message of what we believe in is having him on the show. But it, yeah, it, there's so many things. When, but you can't divorce. That. What he did say is you can't divorce what you do from who you are, which I do believe. And I do think you should use your voice if you feel compelled to do it. But I don't think you have to say something on social media. There's other things you can do. If you feel compelled, do it. I think stories give us, you know, in general, a lot of times we say the feed is what you do. The stories are who you are. So I think there's more flexibility to do there. And I don't want to tell you not to use your voice. I'm not saying that you shouldn't. I'm just saying that I don't think you have to. And I don't think that if you're not stopping everything and just making it about something going on in the world, I don't think that means you're a bad person. You can be doing things behind the scenes and you know, you just follow your heart and do what you feel led to do. Just stay in your lane. Yeah. Stay, Find your lane and stay there. Stay in your lane. And listen to the interview. Yeah. It's like when we genuinely say it was probably the most Fantastic. powerful interview we've ever really done. Powerful. We mean it. It's a great one. It's really amazing. So follow your heart. Your influence matters. Use your voice in the way that you feel led. You know, be a good person. Make a difference in the world. And, you know, our hearts go out to everyone who is struggling and uh, dealing with all different facets of this. We love you. We're honored to serve you. We'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. That's all we've got for this episode of the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. But here's some great news. One of the most valuable things you can do to help us and other new potential listeners to find our show is for you to both rate this show and leave a review. So as a special bonus for you, if you leave us a comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen, take a screenshot of your review and email it to podcast at brandbuildersgroup.com. We will give you free 30-day access to 25 of our most popular interviews on video in your own private members-only area. So go right now, rate us, review us, and then send a screenshot of it into podcast at brandbuildersgroup.com. And we'll get you set up with free access to our most popular video interviews all in one place. Also, just please share, share, share this podcast with anyone who you think might enjoy it. And until next time, remember that building a business isn't nearly as valuable as building a reputation. 